you are now plugged into The Loot Box, where we deliver the goods in one energy-packed episode. Get ready to stay in the loop with current trends, lifestyle, culture, entertainment, and more. Welcome to The Loot Box. In this episode, we will have sound bites from our virtual tour that happened over the weekend. We've got sound bites from our various sponsors, Unforgivingly Pure, Majestic Wisdom, Pout Lips, and we will finish off with sound bites from our very first official episode, The Journey. Please feel free to take a listen to all of the sound bites. And if you would like to listen to the entire podcast from each interview and episode, please follow your IG information under loopbox underscore box underscore. That's loop, L-O-O-P underscore B-O-X underscore. Hope you enjoy this episode. You've got 27 minutes of great information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning into Loopbox and see you next time. First up, we discuss with Unforgivingly Pure, where we go through a rebuilding through hardship and what they've got on the docket for 2021. When my son passed, I, I had lost everything. And so for the longest time, I had nothing. And it was it was embarrassing to say, look, I, I ain't got it like that. Um, I'm rebuilding my life. I have to rebuild all these blocks. So having a community that what you're speaking about would allow me to feel comfortable on just hearing and being in the same space as other people while I'm rebuilding what my life exactly. is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's um it's nice to see that like people coming up and it's nice to see us like progressing and doing well. But I've been in that place where it's been very hard to come up from a place of not having. And yeah. you, you want to try to stay with everybody. And as much as people will be like, oh, don't try to keep up with the Joneses or whatever. You still want to feel a part of something, right? Yeah. So, and I, I don't want people to, like, I'm, I appreciate people trying to tell us to get our money together. But I'm telling you, like, Cole, what you're saying, <laughs> I was there. So let's just kind of, like, I know we, only have, we have a month left of 2020. for 2021 um give me maybe one or two of the plan one to two of the plans that you guys have for unforgivingly pure for 2021 (laughs) (laughs) i have a dream oh really i definitely have a dream okay so i'll definitely say for 2021 one thing that we really want to do is we want to get a wellness bus
Okay, so you know for sure, you know for sure when that happens, you're gonna have to like come to the Rebel X studio. Yeah. Do like melanin in the park. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Or we do BFF Plus. Like, there's so many things, <laughs> right? Where you guys can be there, and that'd be great. Yes. I love, I love that idea. So that, that's the thing about things. Next up, we speak with Majestic Wisdom. The sound bites discuss who is Majestic Wisdom and what inspired Majestic Wisdom over 2020. Majestic Wisdom is an African-inspired men and women's wear lifestyle brand that was founded by me in 2015. My hope is that through the brand, I'm able to create a platform to further promote self-love, empowerment, and cultural diversity as individuals, as a community, and within the fashion industry and beyond. I would say that this entire thing started with growing up with a love and passion for the visual arts and my interest in fashion. And even though I didn't pass... um, fashion in high school and that was because of a bad in-class experience that I had with my teacher um I'm just happy and truly grateful to say that I was able to further pursue it even if it was 10 years later um I look back and I'm just like truly grateful of where I am right now and the direction that I want to take my brand in in the future What inspired me this past year was being able to see how we as a community and as individuals were able to continue to grow and to thrive despite everything that took place this year, to see people still remaining hopeful and pursuing um, things that they're currently working on and things that they put on the back burner for a while, to see all the innovations and the level of creativity that people were bringing um, to their businesses and projects this year, like that for me was a big thing that really continued to motivate me. And also seeing how people continue to express their faith and their belief in um, God's ability to still come through and to still guide, lead, and protect um, each of us throughout this journey but inspired in the next clips we speak with pout lips we discuss some of the top sellers and some advice that she would give to new entrepreneurs in the beauty field like a really good influence, like a positive influence. 
like I said, it's not too much. It's something that their, their old uh, mother or sister, sorry, or aunt might be wearing and a child can still wear it and feel like, wow, I want to like emulate that person, right? Without overdoing it. Because sometimes when you're wearing like lipstick yeah. and a child wants to wear that too, that's it can be a little overbearing, a little too much. So that's what's great about the line. It's, yeah. it's suitable enough. Um, all right, so um, so let's get a little more information about the lines. So people know, just they have a little bit of info. Um, what would you say are your three top sellers from your line? Um, my top sellers from my whole line of palettes uh, would be first off, first shade uh, powder. That's the number one seller. Um, next, um, Malibu. Uh, that's the one I'm wearing. It's like a pinkish, pinkish color. Uh, and then thirdly. Uh, the lip scrubs. I just actually released the lip scrubs last week and they're doing really amazing right now. So those are the top three sellers okay. for 2020. So the story was Malibu. Pout will definitely be back for Ryan. Pout will definitely be back. I'm just going to read this other question. What advice would you give to a new entrepreneur in the beauty product industry? Um, just keep doing you. Uh, always go for certain things. Uh, I'm new. I'm very new myself, um, so I, I do learn a lot from my mom um, as she's an entrepreneur. Uh, and I just, I just, just don't hold back. You know, uh, whatever you feel is right, just go with your gut. Keep going. Keep pushing. And, uh, yeah, the time will come. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I'm gonna kind of tag on to what she was saying. I totally agree that go with what you like. Um, and if you're truly passionate about it, um, it will kind of like just work out on its own in the, sen in the sense of like you getting satisfaction from actually doing something that you really love. Um, and the money will follow. If it's gonna be a thing where you uh, are depending on it to make money, it, it's not as important to you if it's something that you love, right? So it generally will start out as more of like a hub, a love, a passion, um, and that way, you're not feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm sacrificing everything for something that I don't even like. But you can still do like your main, or your main job on the other side. And then as things turn around, you can move into an area where you're actually starting to make money. That's when that passion can become more, I would say, become more of a career. But In this last portion of our episode, we go into the sound bites from the journey. We discuss hardships at work, information and advice for young entrepreneurs, and lastly, we discuss some important information in the entertainment world. Hope you enjoy. The C is asking a question. So she's saying, Sophia and Natalie, what would you say were the biggest challenges career-wise and how did you handle it? Okay, do you want to go first on this one? I can say racism. Okay. I work for a big company and I'm a black young female. When I just started TSC, a teacher there did not like me. Once I walk into the building, the students start gravitating to me mm -hmm. and she wanted to know how they're liking and how they're working with me so fast. I think it was like the second day and I overheard her say she don't like that black bitch. Ooh. Wow. I cried. I went to my principal office and I'm like, I'm quitting. Wow. He was also 
a black male Jamaican. Uh, and he said, no, you're not going to quit. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm done. I'm packing up my stuff. I can't deal with this. Wow. And he the, always said in the back of my head, he said, you have to learn to play the role. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. But you're going to have to learn to play the role. So you're not quitting. You're going to go out there. You're going to face it. I went home that day, and the following day I came back to work. I will never forget, I sat in my car and I read Psalms 91. And while I was walking in the bed in the morning, I said to myself, God, give me strength. Whatever's coming my way, give me strength to deal with it. And I went into it that day, and who did I see the first person when I walked in the building? Her that teacher. <laughs> I was like, God, this is a test. I went in bubbly. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> She's like, good morning. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not here for you. And I just start being me. I start working with her in her classroom. I ignore her. When she talks, it would be like, she's not there. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm here to make my money. I'm here for the kids. I'm not for you. And I gradually grew on her, grew on her, and up to this day. She retired, but she still emailed me. Oh we become gosh. best friends. What? I hope she apologized. <laughs> she didn't, and I didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons was because I pray about it. Mm. I said, I'm not going to question it. And I just left it. But now, she comes back to visit now and then, and she's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm great, how are you? And that's what my principal was trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to face it. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with it. Maybe I should have acknowledged her. Yeah, yeah. But I left it. And see, okay, so, and see, I like that what it is, it gives you like a different point of view of like, because yeah. how she's asking, like, did you confront her with it? Right? But it shows you you don't necessarily have to do that. That's no. not what worked for you. And it, it changed her her mind and her, her image, heart, right? And her perspective. Exactly. Because right? I went there and I worked. I worked my butt off to prove her wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's that's a really interesting story. That's really, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been so nice. <laughs> a lot of people told me they would have confronted her. But, but everybody kind of, that's exactly, this is the journey though. You don't have to confront people yeah. to let them know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, you know what, because we're, because we're in this conversation, and I'll go on to my stuff after, but I like where we're going with this. Actually, I want to get like your, like, because this is like what we're 2020, right? 2020. How would you handle this now? Because don't ask me that. No, we want, we want, we need to hear like a, how long. You know what? Yeah. I'm on an emotional cleanse <laughs> fixing, um, seriously, because I'm, uh, my emotions all over the place. So it depends how I would have been that day, truthfully. Like, I've been in situations of like uncomfort too, where for instance, someone was on the bus, a white male decided he wanted to say the N word very loud. Everyone was uncomfortable. My body's heating up. I'm not just gonna sit there because no one else is gonna say anything. So like in that moment, I'm pretty confrontational. Whereas in some instances I might not be. So it kind of depends on the day, the setting, like how I feel. Yeah. yeah. So that's tricky because like if I overheard it, I may have one reaction in a way where like she would come from with like she would come forward with what she had said. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily confront her in like a hot, hostile way, 
but I would just be very uncomfortable. So I know I would do something. I just don't know what exactly. I could say something now, and when you're in the moment, it's very different. That's, that's the so thing, right? I uh, truthfully, I don't know until that happens. God forbid. But and I think that's the thing with me why I didn't confront her mm-hmm. because maybe I would have said the wrong thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. So I rather walked away because mm-hmm. in the back of my head, mm-hmm. I have two kids to look after. See? Yep, see. I have to provide roof over their head and food on the table. Which and choose, that's, right? see, I'm glad you touched on that because there's, there's, a, there's a couple of places, things in there. So one where you're saying you're like, um, where Ashley was saying she's not sure it would have depended on how she felt. Um, the other thing is too, we didn't. Z to the C is asking, Ashley, what advice would you give high school students going into college and university, especially going away from home? And were there any challenges you had to face? Um, <clears throat> so for me, I was lucky enough to go into school with people I knew. Had I not, it would have been completely like a different experience. But to some extent, I kind of did go into it alone because we were so different. So like they were really confined to just themselves. Me, I was trying to t- make the most out of the opportunity that was in front of me. So I was willing to talk to any and everyone, anyone in my classes, people who I wouldn't typically talk to because you're now in my space. So why not get to know you versus like being home and being limited in thought? I'm not gonna gain that if I'm not speaking to people. So I advise you to like get involved, whether that's like in class, like making a voice and a name for yourself in there or joining like extracurriculars. So I joined a sorority, which is like, what? But I always wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it in the States because there is a cultural contrast between Canadian society or Canadian sororities and frats and American organizations are very different. But considering I'm in Canada, I'm like, I'm gonna make the most out of the situation and I'm gonna still join one. They're speaking on racism. There's things that happen within those communities too. Um, And my organization was pretty multicultural for the most part, which attracted me to it. So that kind of helped because I had a sense of community there and they were helpful with my academics. So getting involved is one of the best things you can do. Also, it's like memories you can take with you. You might be able to use these things on your resume. You're building a more like a wider network for yourself. So, and you're just becoming a more like a stronger alumni in a sense when you're done, right? So you want to say that you got to do all this stuff because I went to school five years, like that's crazy that I started there five years ago and now I'm done. I'm not going back as a student there. I, I, it's, it's over. So enjoy all your money's worth. You paid for it. Get like, seriously, get involved. Like that's the number one piece of advice I could give you because it will change your experience, especially too when you're having harder days and like you feel isolated and like alone. You're actually not when you have things to look forward to and people who can help you out and whatnot. So what we'll typically be doing with um, with loot boxes, we go through stuff. I don't think we're going to run as long as we did today, but the conversation was good and people stayed on, which was good. And the conversation was flowing, so we don't want to cut stuff. Um, when you hear the podcast, though, we'll probably chop it up. It won't be as long, so it'll probably be more around 30 minutes. And we'll take like the highlights from um, what we did today. But we definitely will always touch on like a hot topic that is happening right now right? Um, valid things that are happening. We're looking for honest feedback. Okay, so all y'all people who are on the fence <laughs> about Soka and Afrobeats and dance hall because you're afraid because a bunch of Jamaicans in studio, I guess no. you didn't want to hear. <laughs> you didn't want to say anything to you, okay? We want your real feedback on this and we want to also be careful of, so this is a sensitive subject, okay? But I want some honesty around it because I think it's something that needs to be discussed. So, um, I'm not sure if everybody knows it. So the major hype situation that's happening right now, 
okay, that is kind of like a, it kind of, it is a big deal. Um, and you want people to be able to speak their truth. And I think the conversations need to be had. So my take on it is um, I want to believe her first, just because typically, unfortunately, black women, okay, women generally, they're not believed. And they're, we do, you know, black women do go through abuse. So I want to believe her, but at the same time, I still want to protect, pr protect black people as a whole. And I think it's a conversation where I feel like people that are in the community, that are leaders, this is where they need to step in. And if Major Hype did it or he didn't do it, whatever it is, there needs to be some responsibility to me as a man to step up to the plate and say something went wrong here. And if you did so, if you did do something, you need to take accountability for it. And either way, help needs to be, they, they need to seek help. That's my opinion on it. Um, and to hopefully show a good example. Okay, it's, and like I've spoken to somebody else about this before, it's really easy, easy for people to say, oh, she should have left earlier. Why, exactly. We've, I've been in relationships where, remember, you have to remember too, when you meet somebody and you guys say your love, it's a good start. And then when something's changed, you think, how did this just suddenly change? This is not the same person. Things will go back. And then, you know, even if the person apologizes and unfortunately you, you keep waiting for that change or the old person to show up, or maybe it was a mistake, maybe it was you, you start to question things you don't know, you're embarrassed, you want to say something you don't. And especially, I can only imagine dealing with a, somebody that's a, a celebrity right, of having to deal with that. Now on the other hand, if he's telling the truth, there's a lot of people jumping on it in, to me in the wrong way. So if you don't believe him, by calling him names, that's not helping the situation. Mm -hmm. We should be looking for answers. That's just my opinion on it. We need answers and um, belittling somebody online is not gonna help, but I think we're just adding more fuel to the fire. So I kind of want to get you guys a quick opinion, respectable opinions on how we feel about this. And so that way it'll help other women because we don't know what everybody's going through online. We could be, some of us could be going through that and we don't even know, but you should be, oh, I want women to feel open and free to tell their truth. And the same thing because if men are going through battery, you want them to speak up too, because that's the other part about it too. That's embarrassing for a man to say that a woman is beating them. And that's another thing that we have to realize that a man should be able to say that and us hear it and take it in and say, where, where do you need help? So I'm gonna pass it over to you guys. How do you guys feel about what you're hearing? Are you disappointed? Have you, I've never, I've never even followed Major Hype to begin with anyway. So I know a lot of people started unfollowing him, but what is your take on it? No, I'm just gonna say like, I, don't, I didn't follow him before either. So it was kind of presented to me, but one, I don't like talking on things like this if I don't really know like the 100% truth. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's very easy for things to pe people to take things out of context. Um, but either way, what I'm gonna say is whether he did it or not is one story. If she was now abusive, that's another, and she will have to deal with that on her own. But he never didn't say he did. Mm -hmm. Also, too, afterwards, there was things that he did in kind of like response to her coming out now. So that does not help his case at all. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. And two, let's say she was abusive. To me personally, I, I don't think it's right for anyone to hit anyone. No. But you should never hit a woman. That's just it. So yeah, definitely. I, that's where I stand on that. I, I don't think it's right. It is becoming a huge thing now again, as it definitely should be a conversation. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I haven't really been focusing on it too, too, too crazy because I've been too busy yeah. to focus on that. So I hope they sort that out. Yeah. That's just about that. I'm not watching them crazy. For me, I follow him. He came here. I went to a show and stuff. But personally, I think they both need help. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Because he's saying things that 
the, he's a blaming game, yeah. doesn't work. They need counseling. This is bigger than what they're exactly. actually telling us. Yeah. So I'm not going to judge anyone. Yeah. I personally don't believe in abusing women, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be straight up. You put out your hand on me, mm -hmm. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Bottom, yeah. line. Bottom line. There's no yeah. question about it. I'm going to jail. Or one of us are going to be dead. Yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah. Don't put your hand on me. Don't do it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, we know where Natalie stands. <laughs> but yeah, so nor normally I wouldn't, I like before this podcast, I probably wouldn't even really touch this mm -hmm. stuff. But I think it's something that it's sad that whatever happened, it was held for so long, and to imagine going through that, and then you have children that are involved, right, which is really sad. So maybe us talking about it, maybe one of you talks with one of your friends, maybe they will feel the need to get help if it's needed. Like, like I said, especially when children are involved in the examples that they're seeing, and I think for our community as a whole, we need to try to handle these things better. So the talk is good in the, the sense, like, yes, it's. It's really blowing up and people are talking about it, but I want us to, I would love for us to more focus on like, how can we uh, help this and, and stop it from happening? Prevent it. Exactly. How can we prevent it? And when it does happen, where can the person seek help without being be, uh, belittled or like, yeah, right, being judged negatively or people releasing video footage. See, that's the thing, like you're doing things that are making you seem suspect, right? Because it seems very vindictive, which is terrible. Right, and it should have been handled in a, maybe in a different way. But at the end of the day, we're not walking that. That that's their journey that they've been going through. And through the journey, what I'm hoping is when you're seeing these things, that you're going to learn from that, right, going forward and look for signs. So like even I remember at one point she said that she lost contact with her family and she'd cut them off. Yeah. So as a parent, that would be really troubling to know that if my daughter is not in communication with me anymore, is that what could be happening? Right, so you're thinking, oh, they just don't want to talk to you, but it could be because they're trying to hide something. So you want to also be aware of that. When people cut you off, if you haven't done anything to them, could be signs, tell, telling signs of, of what to look for. So instead of taking just all the negative stuff out of it, take some, some notes and saying, hey, like these are probably signs that maybe I can look for if this is actually happening to a friend or family or a daughter or whoever, or even a son, right, with guys and who wants to say, like I said, a woman beating on them is really embarrassing. So I just want to touch on it really quickly. So yeah, so it's just crazy. So even, so Brown, Brown production is saying, I think it's getting out of hand, um, them going on live, because they have kids and they'll see it, yeah. right? So that's, that's for sure. And it says Kirby and Major Hyde need to separate for now. Like definitely. Like it needs to be one of those things where- Are they not separated? They are, but it's, I guess it seems like they go back and forth after well hopefully after this they're done right but you never know like i've seen things before where with stars where you think they're done done and somehow i know but girl there's some of the stuff that they do i mean i don't want to say the other names but that's true right some of the stuff right so that's the thing where people are like oh how could she go back but people do it people will will go back right all right, so just wanted to touch on that really quickly. Like I was saying, I think it's one of those things that's conversations that should be had because you never know what other people are going through in their lives. You could actually have close friends, family members going through these things. Um, you want to make sure that the conversations are had where they feel comfortable to talk about it. Um, but we also want to make sure that people are not lying about things as well because for the people who are telling the truth, it can really um, set things back a, a lot. I think with the pandemic too. Don't oh yeah, definitely with the pandemic. Exactly, abuse has really gone up, right? So definitely now is the time, especially if we're gonna be locked down 
a lot, even a lot longer, and a lot of places people are locked down, right? Um, you definitely want to look into, um, you know, making making sure everybody's okay. Because like, I think with people just being in each other's face like twenty four seven, it gets to that point where it just boils over. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our first um, official episode. Um, please stay in touch, follow the page, share it with your friends. We want to thank Seasonal uh, Drinks for our drinks. Thank you very much. They were amazing. They were They're going to get finished off camera. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all you guys for following. Thank you, Eloquent Expressions, for helping us launch. Um, and, yeah, so continue to follow us. We have another episode dropping um, next weekend on Sunday at 5.30. That one will not be live. Look out for our next live one. So the, the next two weekends, it's actually pre-recorded. So look out for those pre-recordings to drop. Um, you will be eventually be able to find all of them on your uh, podcast. Um, what do you call them again? Like, so Apple Music, Spotify. Spotify. So all those platforms SoundCloud will be on maybe. there. SoundCloud maybe. SoundCloud maybe. Um, we're going to definitely have it on our Instagram page. So you'll see that there. Um, and then YouTube, where there will be a YouTube page coming out. Um, and as we move along, we'll definitely have Natalie back. It was great, Natalie. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we will definitely change things, move things along. Um, we're looking for recommendations. Let us know if there's any shows you, or topics you want us to cover. Um, otherwise, have a great Sunday. This conversation went really long, but it was really good. It was really covered a lot. Um, but yeah, have a great Sunday evening, and we hope, hopefully we'll see you guys next time when we're live. And we want, want to make sure you guys check in next week at 5.30 for that pre-recorded uh, session. And that one is financing, finessing, sorry, finessing the holidays on a budget. So that's the next one that's coming up next weekend. All right, thank you guys so much for joining in. Have a great one, and we'll see you later. All right, mm -hmm. bye. That's a wrap for that episode. I hope you enjoyed all of those sound bites from our virtual tour and from our first episode, The Journey. Please make sure to tune in every single week on Sundays at 5.30 p.m. if you want to stay in the loop. Have a good one.